Welcome to Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics, dealing with life's many passions and experiences. I am your host, Bearded Buddha. On this episode of Review 4, I'm joined once again by my good friend Shane and Wonder Soul regular. We're going to be talking about the newest Black Mirror movie called Bandersnatch. Um, it's really, really different from what most of us have ever seen from any kind of movie or show. Uh, it's an interactive movie. You get to choose what happens to a certain extent, but it's kind of like those uh, old uh, choose-your-own-adventure books. Um, so yeah, we just kind of talk about it. We have a good discussion, and we do a little bit of a review. But um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, before we get started, just a reminder to follow us on Twitter uh, under Wondersoul and Wonderstreams, and then also follow us on Instagram uh, to stay up to date with all the news concerning the podcast. But other than that, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening to this episode, and thank you again, Shane, for being on. And yeah, this is completely, this is filled with spoilers, so just a warning, but Hopefully you guys enjoy. Go watch this and then tell us what you think. This is the review for Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Keep having these vivid dreams, like thinking weird things. What sorts of things? We're gonna be a hit factory, like Motel, but for computer games. You heard it here first. Bandersnatch. It's an adventure game. Based on book. Jerome F. Davies was a genius. See that bloke who went cuckoo and cut his wife's head off? When it's a concert piece, a bit of madness is what you need. Hey everyone, what's going on? It's me, Bearded Buddha. Uh, this is another Review 4 episode uh, featuring Shane who, uh, if you guys listened to our Bird Box episode, we talked about that movie and had fun talking about yeah, that good weird time. Netflix original. Yep. So now we're about to talk about another weird Netflix original. Uh, definitely way weirder. The oh, yeah. Black Mirror Universe is a odd one. It freaks say. me out. It really does. It's like, I know it's our generation's like Twilight Zone and Outer Limits and stuff yeah. like that, but it spooks me because... All their episodes and subject matter feels like, yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah, and some of them are really, like, like freaky, for sure. Like, <laughs> real freaky. Especially with, like, like just, leaving you, making you feel weird about yourself. Yeah, because how we interact with technology, and yeah. they really touch on that and in so many different weird ways. And one of the cool things about this, uh, I guess it's a movie, right? Yeah, yeah I consider like, it a movie. Yeah. So, um, when did it come out? Like, right around Christmas. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I think it was a couple of days after Christmas. Yeah, because Bird Box came out on like the twenty first. Yeah, and I think this one came out on like the twenty eighth. I want to yeah, say after Christmas. Yeah, yeah, which was a good idea because it's yep. that period between. Oh shit! We just had Christmas. Oh, well, it's not New Year's. Yeah, and when Netflix first bought the rights to Black Mirror, they came out with a Christmas special. It's oh, called dude. White Christmas. It's one of my favorite ones too. Yeah, it's a really good one. That's a brain. Fuck. Yeah, that one's a really good one. That one and yeah, I'd probably say I liked the one of my favorites is from the one they did the last this past season, yeah. the very first episode, the USS Callister. Oh, where the, the Star Trek episode. Yeah, yeah, I thought that one was so cool. That one was pretty good because yeah. you know it, it touched on like video games and mm-hmm. stuff when we play video games, yep. and yep. it was just so. kind of like good acting that yep. dude that played the main. Captain. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh he's been in, he's in Breaking Bad and he's in other he? few shows. I've yeah. yeah. seen. Yeah, he's a good actor. Well, dude, you know the thing about Black Mirror though is like I think that they've always been really cool on the acting. I think they've gotten like yeah. really cool, interesting settings and premises and stories. But like they always get really good actors. Yeah, and they always switch it up too, which is nice. Shows you yes. somebody different each episode. Yeah, it's real cool. I wouldn't even be mad if they had like the American horror story vibe where they yeah. use the same actors just different roles different roles that'd be okay mm-hmm. they just you know 
Yeah. Because like I like the dude in this movie, which we didn't even say the title. It's called Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Is yep. it Bender or Bander? It's Bander. Oh, I was yeah, like Bander. I was like, I don't know, man. Like this yeah. is a Bander. When I, when I saw the title of it, I was like, what the hell, Black Mirror's? Yeah. You guys are always just like picking random names out yep, of the box. Yeah, weird shit. So how do you explain this movie? What's like? Oh yeah, and just for warning, if you haven't seen this, even though this is unique because it's a interactive it's movie. an interactive film you yep. could choose your own adventure like yep. there's multiple endings and multiple things that can happen me and shane we're going to talk about what we've experienced and just even you know i know shane's you said that you've read like a little bit have you read anybody else's uh, like, no i haven't really read no. any other opinions about it i've been trying to stay away from it i want to watch it another Experience time or two it. before i go and get other people's opinions on yeah. it so this is going to be a first, and it's it's a pretty unique thing. So like, check it out before you listen to this. So if you haven't watched the Black Mirror Bandersnatch, I don't think it's with the show. I think it's like its own. No, yeah, it's its thing. own independent. That's why I'd consider it a film. Because ah, even you. like that thing I was talking about, the White Christmas that mm-hmm. they made, it was it's still considered under one of the seasons. Oh, like okay. it's under season two. Where this isn't under any seasons, it's just listed independently. And they did itself. say on Twitter that there is going to be a full season five coming soon. Yeah. Like in this year, I think. Yeah. So, anyways. Alright. Explain to the listeners what you it's, your what your impression of what this story was about, considering your take on it. Yeah, my take is it's about a, um, a young kid, that young man that's trying to create a video game. Um, based off of a book that was a possession of his mother's and his mother died in a pretty horrific train accident I guess in uh, his childhood which has scarred him up to this point it seems like and uh, yeah it's about she owned this telltale book there's where you know you get to choose your own destiny and your own path and he's creating a video game that um, is basically a reenactment of the book. Like he's falling in love with the book, and um, he's taking it to this gaming developing company that is like has a gaming developer that's like one of his icons, and mm-hmm. and so and then the whole premise of the show is you're trying to go through and make the best video game possible. Like yeah, there's there's, there's right. points where you'll. Like your character may die, the character you're you're making the choices for could die in some scenarios, and when you do, the game's not quite finished or it gets rushed out and it doesn't get a good review, and then you kind of go back and you know get to pick and choose a different path. Mm-hmm. So it's neat, and you know, I guess that's a sh- kind of brief synapse of what. Yeah, it's, yeah, what that's it's pretty about. much what happens. Yeah. Like you're. Mm-hmm. Just this young dude, like in the 80s. Yeah, it's based like, in 1984. So it's like the Atari kind of vibe. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what bits. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, they were doing, it's a computer game. It was a computer game that he was making, and I guess they had. Yeah, he had a first, laptop. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't really a laptop. Um, it was like a. Just a keyboard and computer. Yeah, it was a computer. It was an old one, but. So, um, did you. Did you find that it was everything you thought it was going to be? Like, as far as the choose-your-own-adventure aspect and the interactive? Because that's the thing. You can use your controller if you're watching it, like, on a game console. Or you can... Yeah. Or you if can, you're on your computer, you, I used my mouse. Oh, it was the mouse? Yeah, I used my mouse. Cool. And I watched it on my desktop computer. Oh, cool. And um, I used my mouse. And uh, if you're watching on a TV, you use your remote, like the clicker. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I thought it was very straightforward. You know, it was not hard at all. They explain it to you right before the film starts. How, you know, that what's it when it pops up, it's gonna pop up at the bottom of the screen with two options, and uh, you get I think it's roughly like ten seconds to pick an option, or it automatically picks one for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a timer that starts. It yeah. kind of rushes you into yep. going like pick. Yeah. You're like fuck. And the scenes are still going on too. Yeah, the scenes and like the characters will still be kind of yeah. talking and interacting. One thing, like, real quick while I'm thinking about it is, like, when they're leaving it up to you to choose something that kind of, like, freaks you out is, like you said, the characters are still doing their thing, but they might say something, like, at the five-second mark that might, like, change the, yeah, like, what you like, you... oh, shit, no, no, yeah. oh, I wish I chose this now, I didn't know that, why didn't you say that earlier? <laughs> yep. But it's too late, now you gotta deal with it, and... Yep. It's it's. Did you have fun? Like, was it more of the story and the premise that was fun, or was it just the whole interactive movie? 
aspect of it that you were really into that made it maybe buffed the story itself i don't think um yeah i i guess that i uh i really enjoyed that part of it the whole telltale part um it definitely made it the choose your own story it made it interesting um because you know it's I've done it. I remember reading Goosebumps books as a kid. Yeah, me too. And kind of doing the whole choose your own ending. Um, but other than video games, there hasn't really been a whole lot of things where you kind of get to. Is there a modern book that does that? I can't. I couldn't tell you the last book that I've known that's been like a fairly popular book. They that's should do done more it, of those, right? And I, it's really the first movie or TV like type series thing that they've ever done like that. So it was neat. It was very straightforward. They didn't make it complicated. Um, and I thought uh, it was neat how there's like parts. I don't know if you've caught you caught it, but like. In the beginning, one of the first options you do is like you choose between cereal that you that you want yeah. that you the frosted want, flakes, the frosted flakes, the sugar puffs. Yeah. And there's a scene later on in the movie that whichever brand of cereal you picked pops up in a commercial when he's watching the oh, movie. Oh, okay, so that is unique. Yeah, I when, did see it, that. when I went back and rewatched it once, I picked the opposite cereal, and I noticed that in the commercial, the cereal they swapped the oh. cereals. And there's also a point like where you pick mute like t- between two different musics that he's oh, listening yeah. to yeah. On, the on the bus. Yeah, yeah. and um, it changes, you know. Um, like what's going to be playing? What's playing in the background each time you watch that scene, and if you go back and uh, like if the time loops back, because there's mm-hmm. some of the scenes like where you can die and reloop back into time. Yeah, because it, it sends you back to like a checkpoint, right? And and it was also weird because some of the dialogue between the characters would change. Yeah, even slightly. Sometimes. Yeah, like there was there was a, in the beginning scene, like. Um, one of the first scenes I chose to work with the gaming company when they offered you the job. Yeah, me too. I chose to work with them and made sense. Yeah, I thought it kind of made sense, but then Colin walks up to you and he's like, "You made the wrong choice, mate." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Shit, damn!" He told he already told me I fucked up. <laughs> like, ooh, I was like, "Damn, they got me already." But see, like, here's my question to this: like, is it immersive, or are you supposed to feel like you're in the story, or just like controlling the story? Because I felt more like I was a controlling party, like yeah. a different party controlling not just the story, but controlling the character the character yeah like a video game yeah because a lot of people debated they're like well that's not really a movie yeah because you have some kind of aspect of control right but i mean i look at it like yeah there's games like that like detroit become human Mm -hmm. stuff like that that's really popular Mm -hmm. that this reminds me a lot of but i I don't know like wouldn't i think it would have been cooler in my opinion if instead of this whole theme of like, oh, we control him and it breaks the fourth wall, because that mm-hmm. happens when he's just like, who is it? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Who's there? Damn me. Yeah. And he's freaking out. And yeah. you can, it, yeah. So we'll get to that. But uh, it, if it was in first person, but you had actors, so it felt like you, the audience, the were, whole movie shot in first person. Yeah, kind of like that never... Die Hard Henry shit that came out yeah, a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looks like that. a video mm-hmm. game first person shooter. Mm-hmm. If they would have done that, and it would have just been like, see it through that character's eyes, like you are the character choosing the adventure. It would have felt like a video game for sure. Then is that 100%. why they probably because I remember didn't go with I, that? I think that's probably why because I remember. I don't know if you remember the Doom movie that they came out with several yeah, years ago. With the Rock. With the Rock. It um one of the last fight scenes in that movie. Like they a- they switched to first person where they tried to make it look like the game and it turned out looking really shitty and kind of corny. And I felt like maybe if they did that with this movie, it might have worked out better. Like you say, it could have possibly worked out, but I feel like it may have came off then. But there's like, no, there's not like a lot it, of action. I guess there's, there's none really. There's zero action in this movie. Oh, maybe we didn't. We might have had different experiences because I had to. I guess you call it a playthrough <laughs> or a watch through, of like when there was some action, some violence, some fighting. Did you not have any experience like that? I don't remember. No? I mean, it would stand out. 
I mean, I yelled at my dad at one point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, I did have a pretty horrific thing that happened to yeah at the end. I killed my dad (laughs) in the the kitchen. That's yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. You hit him with like the the cigarette ashtray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you fucked his ass up? Fuck yeah, I did. I'm gonna fuck you up, dad. You fucking with me right now? What did you? What was leading up to that? What made you like make that choice? (laughs) <laughs> I just wanted to kill his ass, dude. Like, I felt like, okay, so I hated the dad ever since the kid told the story about how his mother died. How his mother died, and he was like, I fucking hate him. And I was like, I could see that. I would resent my dad a little bit too if I, like, like I'm a kid and I like my yeah, stuffed animal, yeah, and yeah. you fucking took it from me, and I know you took it from me, and then I'm looking for it all next morning. And then it kind of makes mom late, and she dies. Like I would probably yeah, you would connect the I'd, dots. Yeah, I would have some strong hate for him too. So I, I when I when I my first, very first watch through, I kind of tried to put myself in that in dude. his the so, character. But shoes. see, that's what I'm saying. That's where it's yeah. like, are you trying to immerse yourself? But see, I think it's at the beginning you can. Mm-hmm. Then you start feeling like a disconnection. Because now you're feeling like he's talking to you. Yeah. And he's like, who's controlling me? When he starts doing like holding his hand Yeah, down. when there was the, the first time yeah. you pick an option and he doesn't do what you say. Yeah. He fights that, against that's him That's when they cut the cord and yeah. they're like, nah, see, like you're not him. You control him and he's like a somebody. Yeah. And that's where I think like it's clever mm-hmm. now thinking about it like that because... Yeah. They, they give you a taste of like, oh, you are him. Mm-hmm. What cereal would you eat? Mm-hmm. That's the cereal that he's going to eat, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's also just like a little like a, a little way of just kind of introducing you to like what this is going to be like. Mm-hmm. It could be as little as uh, picking breakfast or as like kill your dad. And, yeah. and so <laughs> – but that's life. Yeah. I think that's the really crazy thing about these experiences yeah. is that, you know, when you watch – um, when you watch interactive movies, which I've never seen any, I can't think of mm-hmm. every anything that comes to mind is like a game with like movie real life actors yeah. cinematics. Yeah, but that's like a story. Uh, but like these uh, Telltale games, like Walking Dead, um, mm-hmm. you know, all those. Yeah, like you have like a impact on the story. You get right. to kind of um, place yourself in their shoes, like you right. were talking about. But you know. It was interesting to just kind of see like how how they were able to kind of give you a taste for being in that character, but then also realizing like, oh fuck, I control this guy. Right. He knows that, and now he's aware of that, and he doesn't. You you know when it did you get the chance to say Netflix? Yeah, the Netflix troll on the name. computer. That was so <laughs> funny. To explain it to him. Yeah, I I like that was I thought it was that was a funny ending. I actually had the the. The very first time I watched it, mm-hmm. like the Netflix option and then the that little symbol, symbol option. That that dude who wrote the book. Yeah. Did you also notice that that symbol was have you've seen all of I've seen Black all Mirror. the Black Okay. Yep. It's the white bear from the episode White Bear. You know the mask that the people wear? Oh wow. It's the same fucking symbol. That's right. Yeah. They that whole that's thing that, is that, the that's another crazy episode, the White Bear episode, where that it's the lady that they keep torturing. Because she committed those heinous crimes. Yes. They yes. keep like tormenting her over and over and over yeah, and over. And they wipe her brain every day. Yeah. But yeah, not to get off a of bandage. It's like on TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. People are like running around like filming it and shit. But you can see that happening. Yeah. And, and that's, that's like one of those crazy things that Black Mirror does, like where the whole episode you're like kind of rooting for that chick. Yeah. But, but and then at the end out. you find out that she's like this fucked up serial killer. And like these people are like mocking her because she's such a terrible person yeah like okay that's fucked up it's fucked up kind of like this kid seems like a cool guy for for a little bit he's pretty likable but yeah i mean he seems like an all right dude until he stops taking his medication yeah and And then then another thing that was kind of neat about the whole you have choice but how much choice do you really have yeah because there's option there's several times where it gives you a choice to do something but it's only like one outcome. Like you're still gonna get to this one place, right? Like you're. They give you two options, but those two options really only lead to one path. Yeah. And so it's kind of like the illusion of choice. Like, do you are we really actually choosing something, or is all this kind of predestined mm. in a sense? 
which is what like there's some points throughout the film that I kind of felt like that. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah, because there's like a one one point like I think after you go and visit your psychiatrist for the second time, it was I there's the it's the point where like you yell at your dad and then you fall asleep in the car and he you wake up at the mental hospital. Yeah, he's like I you, thought we we're going to lunch. Yeah, and you see Colin and you can go with Colin and take a bunch of acid. Yeah. Or you cannot go with Colin. I went with Colin. Oh, I went with Colin too. And that was crazy. Yeah, and see the first time you you see the illusion of choice when he offers you the acid. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it gives you the option of yes or no. Did you choose yes? Yeah, I took okay. it. I chose yes, and you take it. I also went back and did it a second time and chose no, and he slips it to you anyway. He says, I'll make the choice for you when you're not looking, and puts it in your coffee, and so you take it anyway. Oh, fuck. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. And then, uh, and did the first time I took the acid, I jumped off the building and killed myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me redo it. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, I did that. And, uh, but then once you get back to the doctor's office, um, she re she re-prescribes you some more pills, like some yeah. stronger pills. And when you get back to the house the next day, it only gives you two options. You can either throw it in the trash or flush it down the toilet. Well, in all reality, I mean, that's the same thing. That's the same thing. You're getting rid of it. Well, that's also a good, like, way of us looking at choices. Like, mm-hmm. there's some, like, eating. It really doesn't matter what you eat. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. But, I mean, like, a, you're still, the the end goal is still the same. Mm-hmm. You're just eating. Mm-hmm. It, it, so, like, you're getting rid of the pill. Yeah. So, it doesn't matter if you do. But, see, that's why I thought, like, I picked the trash can because I was like, well, what if for some reason he needs these again? I feel like you could go back and grab them later. Right. Um, that was another thing about this whole... I keep wanting to call it a show, but it's a movie. But yeah. The way that is it just him going crazy because he's not on his meds. And what's the whole thing with Colin? Is Colin like? He's calling reels or calling a yeah, his imagination. Kind of like a, uh, who's the dude? To, uh, Neo. Morpheus. Is Morpheus. he like a Morpheus to kind of tell him like, hey, bro, like take Come this acid. I'm gonna I'm lead you into yeah. like seeing the truth. Because then he's like. Talks, he has this whole freaking thing about Pac-Man. Yeah, did that's you catch a, that? Yeah, what that's a. That did you see the ending for that one? The whole Pax ending? Uh-uh. Oh, you hadn't seen the Pax ending I don't yet. Think so, okay, bro. yeah, there's a Pax ending. Like um, what what It's an ending where Yeah, cuz I don't know maybe Instead of instead of having the Netflix option when you get to yeah, that you point PACS? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's an option. Uh-huh. And that's about where, you know, he thinks the government and his his control and, and his dad, his dad's in with the government and the psychiatrist, and they're all out to get him. Or they're and he goes that they crazy. Staged his whole life to just yes. run it like a, a yeah. test, pretty much. Yep, yep. That's weird. Yeah, that was a crazy ending. Um, but, but yeah, during that whole scene with the acid, and um, they did a pretty good job, I think, of portraying it uh, of like what it's like to kind of be tripping. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole, like, uh, where it starts out when you see him and he takes it and he gets a little bit giggly. He's, like, looking at a magazine and just giggling and having fun. Laughing his ass. Right. It starts out like that. And then, like, you'll see different objects. Like, he's looking at a painting and, you know, a painting's not supposed to move, but it's slightly moving. And, um, and then there's, like, you can see when he arrives at the apartment before he takes the acid that they don't have any colored lights in the apartment but as time goes on and he starts tripping all the lights go from just a regular light to like more like flashing pulsating like colorful lights yeah and i mean it really does like that really does kind of happen like you get like um light begins to bend. Right, right. Light begins to bend, turn it from a little bit different colors. They did a good job of portraying that. And then even old boy going all AWOL and like super government conspiracy, like the government's out to get you. And What's up and, with the things of that? Because uh, did you see Maniac? I watched it and didn't like it. I, I quit watching it. I gave it a couple episodes. And oh, you didn't, didn't really finish like, it? No, I didn't I mean, finish it. It's just, I'm, I like weird and different, but yeah. that one was, it was really hard for me to follow. Maybe if I go back and rewatch it again. Yeah. I, it's just break. super, I've, super hard to follow. And Yeah, I, I finished know, it. It's just it. weird. 
we'll have to talk about it another time. But yeah, there's just I, I see similarities in the theme of just like the dudes like not sure what real, what's real, who's controlling things, right? You know. Yep. And I mean, theme. the like you say when he's talking with Colin, Colin's talking about you know, the government's always watching and they're they're poisoning the food and and uh, he's talking about how Pac-Man is like. Uh, like an illusion for our society, like yeah. how you're <laughs> you're trapped in a maze basically, and when you think you get out, you're yeah. really just right back in it, and you're being chased around by these demons that are usually in your own head, and you're constantly consuming, you're consuming, you know, technology, food, everything. You're just it's just coming in so fast. And I thought it was a pretty cool metaphor. I've never really heard anybody, you know, yeah, talk never. about Pac-Man like that. But does it, uh, you know, does it also just show, like, how when people think of, like, conspiracy theories, how they can make anything relate to what they want to believe sometimes? Like, yeah, you can put yourself in, like, any situation sometimes. You can sometimes. just go, yeah, I yeah. can see why. Because when you hear him explain that, Especially right? when you're on a, a substance that oh, he was yeah. on, like acid, that it, it's real easy for things to feel like they're being centered towards you. I don't, I don't know if I'm yeah, that's right, but it's like... You feel like things are being directed and more connected with you than they really are. It's yeah. it's something about the drug that just makes you yeah makes that happen. I don't and know. And you can see that in how he in those scenes like interacts with yeah like, how he's not just, just like, other people but the yeah. environment himself yeah. and, and objects and Good. stuff. Yeah, I mean like it, it gives you like so much because it's like. Is this just him going crazy? Is this just really us controlling? Is and there's different scenes. Like I ask you, like if you had any with violence? Yeah, he has a scene where he fought the psychiatrist. Yeah, in the Netflix. Yeah, in the that's Netflix what I'm where they go all kung fu. Yeah, <laughs> and she's his like, dad. Well, he yeah. wants some more action. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you think if you were being watched right now, wouldn't you want a little more action? And then the option pops up, yes or fuck yes, and I clicked <laughs> fuck yes, I want some more action. And you throw some coffee in her face, <laughs> yeah. and she pulls out some fucking nunchucks. Yeah, and way. then you have the option to jump out the window or fight her. Um, I've done both. Yeah, both of them are really funny. Yeah. Because the jump out the window, like, he tries to open a window, and then everybody's like, cut, 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 and then the scene pans back, and they're like, uh, why are you trying to jump out of a window? Dude, you know what this movie does? The more you, like, when you... When watch- that ending, the Netflix ending, is the troll ending. Like, yeah. that is nothing but a troll. Yeah, like, they're like... Because, like, the whole movie was about this kid being, like, crazy. Then... He goes in the office, and she's like, fuck yeah, and they start fighting, and she goes like all kung fu on his ass. Then the dad comes in and like picks him up and like just choke him against the wall. You can kick him in in the the nuts, and it's like, and he, (laughs) and then the dad runs out of the office holding the kid, and the kid's like, yeah, we fucked you up, bitch, me and my imaginary friend. (laughs) And it's like, okay, yeah, this is the troll ending. This This is is funny. This is going to hand Netflix. You guys are really Yeah, but I thought it was kind of. I thought it was uh, funny and cool to put that ending in there. I, I, I wouldn't have thought about doing something like that. I mean, it does a really good job of just kind of showing you, like, people everywhere have their own version of reality. Mm-hmm. Like, in reality, it can be so many things. Like, yep. sometimes what you think, we can fake reality just as well as to make it look real. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess, like, like, when we watch acting and we watch reality TV and stuff... We think we have a distorted re- version of reality, and everything that we perceive through things like when you're on your phone and you're looking through social media, it's a it gives you a, a distorted version of reality. Like right. you, you know, it, it's just kind of showing like through what lens, you know, whether it's like, you know, they are actors. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it was is that he forgot. He's like, oh, I was going to jump out the window. And she's like, you yeah. know, how about you take a break, dude? Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like, what was his name in the show? Freaking, um... Oh, shit, what was his name? Uh, Stefan. Yeah, Stefan. I was like, what? But, um, yeah, overall, like, I mean, like, talking about it is cool. I think it's more about the experience. Mm -hmm. um, Because I felt like that I was kind of expecting more. Yeah. And then when we get to that part where he's in the room, and then you get the Netflix, the packs, the symbol thing. Yeah, that's the big... 
I guess it's climax, but it doesn't feel like it until yeah, like. Well, you there's look back then on. you have the. Did you ever find my favorite ending was the ending like the where you find the rabbit. Yeah, you go, you go his back. childhood toy yeah, in yeah. his dad's office that he keeps going in and locking. Yeah. So what's the see? And that's the thing. What's the real version of these things? Like right. because because in the very opening scene, the very opening scene of the movie, um, well not the very opening scene. Once yeah, the kid yeah. wakes up, but the first thing you see of his dad is his dad locking his room door. Yeah. So like you say, which reality is it really? Because in three of the diff, two of the different realities. Is he locking the door because he's hiding the stuffed animal still yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah. Or is he locking the door because he's hiding all of the well, information about how they've been monitoring his life the whole time? And Stefan, he's always constantly waking up like he's just being entered into something. Like, yeah, he's he always like, up. <gasps> yeah. It's like, he always wakes fuck, up bro? in a panic. Always you, wakes I mean, up in I've, a panic. I've had like, the only time he didn't wake up in a panic was did you, did you do the ending where you chopped up? His dad's no. body. No, you didn't do that one. No. That's the one where he's like most at peace. Wow. I think that's the actual supposed to be the true ending. Where he just goes crazy. Yeah, where he it goes exactly like his, the the dude in the book did. Basically, he you start chopping up his dad, and then uh, put out the game. You chop up his dad, and he like becomes he goes and meets with his psychiatrist because he once he kills his dad and he starts chopping him up. He calls a psychiatrist and says, hey, I need to meet with you. And she's like, all right, I can meet with you tomorrow. He goes in there, and he's got, like, a big smile on his face. He's, like, super happy. And she asks him where his dad's at. And he's like, oh, he's visiting somebody. He's visiting his sister in the south of France or oh, some shit. Oh, he lies about it? Oh, he lies to his psychiatrist about it. Does she, can she tell? And, uh, nah. And um, she's, she's like, like cool. oh, that's good, Stefan. You look like you're doing so good for yourself. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing yeah. great. My game's about finished. And then that's when he tells her that um, that he had he to finish it. He took a bunch of the he took a bunch of the options from his game out. He gave the player the illusion of choice and made it to where that the ending. It was a fixed ending. It, it ended how he wanted it to end. Uh. How Stefan wanted it to end. And she asked him, well, does it have a nice ending? And he says, I think so. And then that clip cuts. Or no. the Then it goes to them rating the game. And the guy's like, oh, this is a perfect game. Five out of five. It's amazing. Really? I never well, actually, five five. Uh, I keep skipping. Before they rated the game, they go back to Stefan's house and he's got all those crazy symbols on his wall painted in blood. Oh, fuck. And his dad's decapitated head is sitting on his dresser. What? And he's, like, grinning from ear to ear. And, like I said, all the symbols all over the wall. And the guy is talking about his game, how it's a perfect game. And then it cuts to, like, a news clip. And this lady is, like, it's, like, modern day. And this lady is, like, um... She's like a news anchor. She's like, this was a news clip from uh, 1984 of uh, the game Bandersnatch. It was pulled off the shelf uh, four months after its release when the news of Stefan yada 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 murdered his father. So he got sent to jail and they pulled all the copies off the shelf. And then it cuts to another scene and it goes, but this lady and her name is Pearl which is Colin's daughter. She's making the remake of the game. What? Yeah, and that's uh and and she, as she's making the game, she's typing in some code and then she what? hits run and when it runs, the first scene of her game is Stefan waking up in the bed of July 9th, 1984. And then all of a sudden you get the option like she gets a little bit agitated at something like it kind of the frame kind of freezes like his game would always freeze and then you get the option to throw tea on the computer or smash the computer and whichever option you pick then this then the episode ends i feel like that's the dude that's gotta be i never saw that yeah that's if you pick chop up the body you'll get to see that that's a lot more than any of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I felt like that was the. That's the true ending. That kind of changed the, the way ending. I look at the game. Yeah. So is the show now just a remake of? And it was, and, and it's the <laughs> that's the only time you really get to see anything about 
his daughter other than the one time he showed his daughter to Stefan. That was like I thought that was like. What a, did they uh, have like, to do? Remember when she she's like, "Oh, you gonna you gonna help him?" Like she seen him do that to other people. I'm sure. I guess. But see, then how real was that? Because I thought that was just like. Oh, that if you're looking at like that was just a whole like vision in Stefan's head. I thought because I mean, when you when Colin jumps off the building and commits suicide. You wake back up in your car, like it never happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Get the game. The God, see, I want to call it a game now. Yeah. The maybe because it's about a game. Yeah, it's about a game. Um, basically making a game. Man, that's so deep now. Yeah, it's super deep. But that was it. I really like that you don't ending. Get that ending. I think that's the thing about that though. Like, I didn't get that ending, but that's the ending that would have changed how I viewed it. Mm-hmm. Like. See, that that my yeah, that wasn't even my favorite. I liked that ending. I thought it was a good ending, a very good ending. Well, what's your favorite? The butter, the the where you find the rabbit, and it's kind of like the whole butterfly effect. You go back in time, and he ends up. You get on the train with your mom. Yeah, you and, would die. And since he got on the train, he would have died there. So he he basically just like dies in his sleep when he's sitting in the doctor's office. Oh, you didn't see that part. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, he. Uh, there's a part like right where you have you can either pick to look at the family photo, oh, yeah. or you can read the book. And if you progress through the story right, when you pick up the family photo, yeah, I forget which option. There's something you have to do before you get to this point, but. When you when you pick up the family photo and you fall asleep, Colin comes out with the line about how mirrors allow you to travel through time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you and he's the dude from he's been in one of these episodes, right? I think so. Yeah, he look, yeah. I, I I'm pretty sure to he say has. He looked like the captain from that Starship episode, but no, I know he's not. not him. But he's been in. I want. I can't remember what he's been. He's been in, in some been other in shit. But he's, um, good though. he's really good. Yeah. He had that he, uh, accent like really nice. Right. It was so good. But um Yeah, you he you hear Colin say that you can go through mirrors or mirrors allow you to travel through time. So he like goes to the mirror and comes out, you know, as his like kid self. And um when he does it uh he walks like to the bedroom or whatever and he sees, or you go to the bed underneath the bed and you move the rabbit before the dad ever comes in there to get the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, so that you can still find it. That way, in the morning, when you wake up and you're looking for it, you find the rabbit. Yeah. And then it gives you the option to go with your mom or to just stay there. And I went with my mom. And then you get on the train with her and you die. And then it flashes back to present day. And Stefan's just sitting there with his head slouched over. And the psychiatrist is, like, screaming. And the dad's, like, bawling, crying. She's like, all he did, he closed his eyes for two seconds. For two seconds. That's all he did. He just closed his eyes. And then that's how that. It's like Inception. Yeah. I considered it, like, have you ever seen Butterfly Effect? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, With with Ashton uh, Kutcher. Kutcher. (laughs) Where he ends up, like, strangling himself in the womb of his mom. With his umbilical cord in that movie and killing himself. This is kind of the same concept. He goes back in t- time, finds the bunny rabbit. That way, I felt like that was like the wholesome ending where he gets to be with his mom in the end. Well, that's also the theme of like, no matter but what. But if, gonna... if you do that scene without doing, there's something you have to do. Differently. Different in the show. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to get an, because if you, if you don't do that, if you don't do something specifically when you get to that scene, mm-hmm. like there's no option for you to move the bunny rabbit. Oh, okay. And you just watch that scene. You see your dad move it, and then the the scene goes on to something else. Yeah. But that was my favorite ending. I like that ending the best. Yeah. Well, it just kind of showed that. I mean, when it depends on how you look at it. one, he had hated his dad, thinking that because of that, that's why. Mm-hmm. Then he fixes the problem and finds out that. She still goes, oh, I'm going to be late. So yeah. we're still going to get on that train. It's like, oh, fuck. And knowing 
you wouldn't know regardless. So mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. And just how like little choices have big effects, big choices have small effects. Like everything's in flux when it comes to things. And just how choices how they send you down these paths mm-hmm. and where you know where every choice you make you open up two more yep and that's the crazy thing about any any entertainment art trying to like show you this kind of aspect in like a game or in this like an interactive movie that takes so many like scenes and like going like well what would people choose okay you know and then making basically like a five different movies like right. where even from the beginning things are like the serial thing like yep. that's one thing that comes back i think it's cool that you do see like little things tethered through your choices that's the illusion though mm-hmm. you're just seeing like a pattern or a consistency you place a rock there you know and then you come back tomorrow and it's still there you go ah i placed that rock there. <laughs> but it's just like well yeah you put that rock there but that's probably not even a good metaphor but this way i just looked at it, it's just like yeah. you know doesn't matter what cereal i'll pick i'm gonna see a commercial eventually mm-hmm. maybe not at that specific time right but it, i mean it's kind of like saying uh final destination shit where they tried to like they changed their destiny but their destiny was one not in their hands anyways and two whatever doesn't happen is gonna find a way to happen and maybe even more i don't know that's how that theme is because yeah. then if you haven't seen final destination like it's kind of creepy because it makes you paranoid about like freak accidents and right just, you know mm-hmm. but the just the fact that certain things just still happen no matter what path you choose like it's destiny like no matter what you're gonna have to experience these certain things and how they're completely different too just depends on like what lens you look at so it really gives like so many angles to look at this and everybody can have a different experience like yeah that's why i liked it so much just because like you can everybody can get something different out of it like everybody can have like there's so many times where people watch a movie or a tv show and they're like damn i really wish you know the writers could have ended it like this or i really wish they'd have done this instead and now with this movie with with black mirror doing this type of film for the first time you get that option like now that i've watched it a couple times when i go back i'll probably try to rewatch it one more time and see if there's like things that i missed but then after that i'll know the story well enough to when i watch it you know that fourth or fifth time i can do the story how i like it how i enjoyed it most it can be like probably a fun film to introduce to people too if they haven't seen it Mm -hmm. and watch them Mm -hmm. watch it weirdly like to see what choices they They make make, yeah and but if they didn't know anything about it just gonna go hey we're gonna watch this movie bandersnatch you ever seen it (laughs) no what is it (laughs) it's like well you get to choose you You get to choose so i mean like it was like a really a lot of people were saying it was kind of gimmicky at first i was thinking the story was bland but maybe that's because of the choices i made (laughs) yeah i felt um like the first setting i got didn't go the i was kind of like yeah but now hearing all these different ones makes me really change the outlook of like how i yeah i was a little after i was a little bland on it through when it was through the first i don't know hour watching it i was like this i don't know it just didn't Didn't really it didn't feel like a normal black mirror to me like it was different in the fact that it was interactive. You know, there was nothing... It has nothing been done like that yet. But it wasn't... I don't know if it was because of the the setting with it being 1984 or... Because um, the acting's good. I think... I mean, yeah, the I acting think, is fantastic. And this, this, the, the, the writing... is interesting. Yeah, the premise is interesting. The writing's really good. There's, um, there's it something, It was just... Though. It was... I don't know if it was missing that kind of futury sci-fi feel that most of the black mirror episodes have but i don't know it just felt different you like, know what i think it is man what? and i'll tell you what happened to me is the stop and go and like the having to rewatch things like yeah they, i did they, get a little agitated your pacing yeah i did get a little agitating at some points not agitated when i had to rewatch something but I was like, damn, I chose this path. I wanted to see where it would lead. 
And now I'm caught up. Yeah, and it either, like, that was, like, you hadn't, there was no option after that point. Like, that's where they ended it. Yeah. Or you'd have to go back and re-choose another option to get back to that point. So and that's watching. where it, it kind of has the illusion of choice. Yeah. Did, how much choice did we really yeah. have? Yeah, there's a few different endings, but as far as, like, it's set up there's a main there. story arc that you have to follow for the yeah. most part like and then it branches off towards the end they're all just weaved in right in, into one but there are some really cool ass endings yeah no I enjoy it but that's why it's kind of like the pacing I think it, yeah. it's almost like it would have been cool if you could have made the choices on your first watch and like almost rewatched that without the interruption of uh, yeah, just let it play th- yeah, all the way through. Because that's yeah. really what you're doing is just wanting yeah, to taking those little breaks to choose the option each time gets yeah. annoying. It's oh, really excuse annoying. me. And, and um, and then like you say, if there's a point where you die, you have to go back. Yeah, you got to rewatch it. Yeah. So I think, that but was the first strange. watch through of when that happened, because some of the times the characters' dialogue would change when you'd go back through, like yeah. Which was interesting to see, almost like they were making you think that there's like <laughs> multiple timelines, like we're dealing with when you die, because like Colin mentions it at one point, like it didn't matter if you die, like there's multiple timelines, if you die here, you're alive somewhere else. Ooh, yeah. And, um... So was that like the biggest thing, what is the biggest takeaway from this overall that you really pull from, like... What is the theme? Like, what is I think the theme for me is like is about free, about free will, free will, yeah, free will. Like, and but what is its conclusion to it? Like, is it saying like, ah, maybe you don't have free will, or is it saying you do have free will, but only to a certain extent? What 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 is your take on like what what was like I their... think you have choices. Yeah, you there's like there's major choices at points in your life that can that drastically I think change your life yeah but then there's a lot of kind of like how we're talking about the main story arc of like that you're kind of already on the path of mm, like there's I see uh, what you're saying like you have side quests and you have main quests right like you got kind story of, missions yeah, and you got yeah, side, yeah. yeah like you're gonna have these things that really don't affect the big overall arc but your your life is gonna pan out yeah. and from from big life changing decisions mm-hmm. May, that may not have been that big at that moment, but just are the seed that grew the biggest yeah. tree. And we don't know about that until later on. Yeah. And you connect the dots backwards, you get to go and, and kind of play the, your life mm-hmm. game and kind of go, oh, well, by me choosing to go to this school or, you know, move here or, you know, select that or over that, you know, it changes things. But then there's things that don't, like what you have for lunch tomorrow doesn't really... But what if that what you ate caused your stomach to get sick? You know, <laughs> so right. it, it goes like there's a small decision disguised with big big effect. Mm-hmm. So it kind of shows like you just never know. Like, hey, I'm just gonna run down the street. You get a ticket, or you get like an, a fender bender, you know, or you driving for like two hours and like have no issues. Mm-hmm. Like the way we scale things, like, well, if I'm just going up the road, nothing can go wrong. You know, but we panic when we think of like long term commitments or long exposure to just the randomness of life because where there are certain things that are going to happen, there's a lot of randomness that kind of comes in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes you just never know. Like, I mean, you choosing to live in a certain place, you know, you're not. There's, if something bad happens in that area, like a, a natural a, a natural disaster mm-hmm. or something like that, like it's not you just chose to move there. You were born there. I mean, like mm-hmm. that's just hey, that's the setting. It's you choosing that doesn't that thing doesn't happen or not. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, so saying. there's like a lot of layers to the dip. Yeah. I think <laughs> like oh, yeah. and and it's fun to think about and talk about after watching something like this that really. You know, throws it at uh, throws it at you and goes. All right, you play with that. Like, what do you what? It, right. Because I feel like free will is a main theme. Mm-hmm. Definitely, especially when like you know, are you being controlled? Are we being controlled by different things that we constantly think that? You know, if you're eating, it's because you're hungry. It's not because you're choosing to be hungry. Your body is, your stomach is sending you like, hey, there's things that probably live in your stomach. I think 
that are like they eat off of things like you know there's certain things that are just habits right that are almost like in programming dna like things that are just kind of like about you that are so core to you that you think that you're making a choice but you're making the choice you would always choose but you know i don't know it's interesting because multiple dimensions plays off of like multiple choices Mm -hmm. because for every choice there's an outcome Mm -hmm. so they go hand in hand you can't have one without another yep so it's interesting man and and black mirror has always been so good about oh yeah about deep thought provoking very deep thought provoking thoughts very very like you know anytime i've watched a black mirror episode Mm -hmm. or yeah, just an episode out of a season or this new movie. It always gets my brain firing. Like, I always yeah. get to thinking, like, damn, about this and about that. Yeah. And some of it, you know, pertains to my life. And then sometimes it'll, like, what I'll be asking what if questions that what if yeah. this happened. Or, it challenges your train of thought. Yeah. Yep. And it asks you to just ponder different possibilities that may. Uh, you may have never even like even thought or questioned and that's kind of like why i think it's i like conspiracy theories but like what we were talking about earlier kind of you never know like how your train of thought depending on your perspective of things changes your experience and what your belief system you know so you can like there's a lot of crazy stuff when it comes into the like all that but yeah, I, I mean, so I guess we'll go ahead and rate it. Uh, what, well, what were your highs and lows, man? Like, what were some of like mm. you, you, the the gimmick, uh, the the not the gimmick? I'm gonna say, look, hey, real quick, if this whole you heard about this like interactive movie, you never watched Black Mirror, and you like this, and or even if you don't like this, still go check out Black Mirror. Yeah, I would. I, if you've never seen it. Yeah, I would rec. I, you don't really need to watch any of the Black Mirror if you've never seen it before no, to watch this but, movie at all. Like, there's no, like, you won't be missing out on the story, but you'll be missing out on, like I say, like, kind of about what Black Mirror is about. Because it's different. It's different than any other series that's out there. It'll definitely get your mind thinking about some weird topics. <laughs> And it, it kind of like opens you up to yep. like, so it was easy to And it accept. gets you prepared what could possibly be in the future. Exactly. And so like, check it out if you haven't checked out Black Mirror. Yeah. If you like this, then you probably will love Black Mirror. There's a, probably better stories. Yeah, this. I think there's a lot better stories um, in some of their seasons. Excuse what me. What say about, um, so what were some just like highs, highs and lows? Highs and lows? Um, yeah. uh, I thought the whole, you know interactive thing was yeah, a big high too. I mean it was it was the whole premise of the thing yeah um, so I thought that was a big high I thought they did a pretty a good job at it for you know it being the first of its kind yeah um, um, some of the lows I guess at times the story just kind of moved real slow like yeah there there wasn't a lot of like dead scenes but there was times like I don't know where I just felt like maybe because I'm missing something and I haven't seen enough of it yet. Like I'm missing some of the uh, another ending or something. But I feel like there's some scenes that they could have done without, or maybe some of the endings they could. Maybe there's too many endings. Maybe they should. Yes. Because I've found five that I know of for sure. Well, I feel like that's one of the flaws. Is that it can't focus on one thing. Right. It's got to like leave everything open. And. And that's where it can kind of like lose focus because mm-hmm. it's got to cover all the bases. So yeah. it's got to like plant something here so like it could pay yeah. pay off later or it could not. So, you know. But I think one of the biggest highs is, I mean, it's groundbreaking. This could lead into some pretty cool movies yeah. down the line. I think it was really smart on Netflix yeah. to use Black Mirror. Yes. is the perfect series to yeah. try it out on. Yeah. So hopefully, I, I'm surprised more people haven't checked that out, but they've checked out Bird Box. Because they yeah. they're actually both films, so yeah. And you think that the interactive film would be would get peak people's interest more, but maybe that just goes to show you how big of a, like if you're a movie star, like how big Julia Roberts is. But I guarantee you most oh, people watch it. Sandra Bullock. Uh, what did I say? Julia Roberts. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can <could, laughs> see that. Uh, sort of. Uh, yeah, it's interesting that uh, Netflix chose the holidays to go. Hey, here's an interactive choose-your-own-adventure movie. Oh, and here's you can, Sandra Bullock yeah, and fighting you can hack the Ghostbusters. Up your dad. 
Yeah, that make people kill themselves. Yep. Check out The Happening if you haven't, though. Cause yeah, I'll watch it. Because <laughs> that's... This dude just lays down in front of, like, a lawnmower, and <laughs> it's just, like... <laughs> it's kind of right. weird and funny to watch. Right. Like, when that girl was in her head in Bird Box, were you just like, what the fuck am I watching? You know, when they're in the hospital... Oh, that's another one. Oh, movie. yeah, where she's just beating her head against the and glass. And then she's looking yeah. at freaking yeah. Sandra Bullock like, yeah. you're next, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and your baby were coming. Right. You know? So, anyways, uh, so what's your rating? What, what would you give this? Um, I'd probably give this like an eight and a half. Yo, nice, nice. I give it about I give it about a seven and a half. Seven and a half. I think, I think the, it's almost like the Nintendo Wii of Black Mirror. Yeah. It's like the gimmick of the motion controls. Yeah. But really, you don't have that much control. But you do. Like, there's a lot of different outcomes, but that's yeah. where it also, like, sacrifices its focus. Because yeah. imagine if they had less choices so they could have those few endings that you really enjoyed be mm-hmm. really buffed out. Right. And you could have got, like, a lot more deeper into mm-hmm. that. And you could have felt like, like you're more part of it. Yeah. I feel like they wanted to, like, as a beginning theme. They wanted to just kind of go, look, we want to make sure that people think that there's, oh, man, look at all the endings. Right. And, it, and it is, but, you know, for something Sometimes like that. Sometimes like that is a little too much. Yeah. It was but cool, though. I I think the different. premise of both Bird Box and this were really interesting. It, yep. it shows that Netflix willing to try new ideas. Yeah, they're putting their, they're not doing like a lot of these companies now and doing a lot of remakes. Yeah. At least they're out there, you know, trying they're, original they're, they're, they're trying original shit. Yeah. yeah, they're not going like, hey, we got Sherlock. We're going to do a Sherlock Holmes show. Or, right. Hey, we're going to do this show that's been done before, like right. from a book or a movie. Right. Yeah, so. definitely. So, you, yeah, so that's already – check it out. It's fun to talk about with people that watch it. It's oh, kind of yeah. like Bird Box. Like, that's why it was kind of cool Like that these – we could talk about both of them because yeah. they're – it's really the dialogue after that makes it funner. Oh yeah, when you're talking about the some, experience yep. of watching it. Yep, I'll agree with that. Yeah. So, anyways, y'all check it out, and thank you, Shane, for being on another episode. Appreciate of you having me, man. It was yeah. an enjoyable evening. Yeah. Is there anything you're looking forward to? Um, coming out. Yeah. Um, the new Avengers is this year. Yes. Excited about that. Oh yeah, Happy New Year's, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year's, Happy 2019, everybody. Um, Game of Thrones, the final season. We'll have to get on and review some of that. I'd like to get yeah. on before and have like a Just talk about recap. like a, a recap, and then talk about like how you think it's gonna end. I mean, Ooh, no, we nobody, episode. yeah, speculation. Because I mean, nobody. I actually had some friends with last season since you know last season was a new season yeah we did a like a deadpool where we we picked i think it was like seven people you had to pick throughout the season that you thought would die oh and in what order yeah in in what order in what order it was really hard nobody really got the order right too much but some people got pretty were pretty close with some of their picks it's gonna be fun man there's so much stuff coming out in 2019 i think i'm super excited about the end of game of thrones dude i mean i love i see i'm weird about game of thrones i really like it when i'm watching it and when it's on but you don't see me really like getting into it off season but yeah it's, it's interesting while i'm watching it like, yeah, it's I've rewatched it um once. Yeah. Not since the last it's I rewatched I, will, I really didn't get into it, you know, until like the third season had been out, but um I've rewatched it once and I don't know, like I said, I haven't rewatched it yeah. in a while. And we could um, almost do we could probably do like um, episode by episode every week. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah, there's Discord plenty of shit to di- like dissect, especially Ooh. with this being the last season. There's still a lot for them to accomplish, and it's only going to be six episodes. Each episode is supposed to be a film length. Each episode is supposed to be an hour and a half long. That would be fun. How many? So, how, uh, ho- hopefully, a lot of you guys that listen are Game of Thrones fans. We're gonna yeah. watch. Uh, Rick and Morty is going to be supposed to Ooh, come out this year too. Yeah, new season of Rick and Just Morty. Everything's getting dumped on us in 2019, so this is yeah. like the perfect time to have like a a format or a show dedicated to just like yep. reviewing those stuff. So y'all let us know what y'all think of these formats and uh, if there's anything you guys want us to add to this, focus yep. on more, just any kind of feedback we appreciate. It but uh, yeah, go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks, Shane. Appreciate it, man. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Go check out the Black Mirror movie. It's fantastic. Bender Schneech. And that's going to be it for this episode of Review 4. 
Black Mirror Bandersnatch. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Shane, for being on once again. Um, we really want to hear back from you guys on what you think of the format of these shows. Uh, what did you think about uh, the movie? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What kind of ending did you get? We want to hear back from you so you know how to connect with us. Uh, you can email us. You can link up with us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, but one last thing, please, it does really help the podcast grow. If you rate and review and share these episodes with friends and family. And, um, yeah, just spread the word. Uh, hopefully, we will be doing more of these review for episodes throughout the year 2019 and, and further into the future. But there's just so much coming out, like I mentioned in the Bird Box review there's just a ton of video games, movies, music, so much coming out in the year of 2019 that we want to be able to talk about it, talk about it with you, the listener, and hear back from you and see what you guys thought of uh, whatever it is that we're talking about. So other than that, uh, thank you guys for your support. Thank you for listening. And yeah, tell us what you think of this episode and what you thought of uh, Bandersnatch. Till the next episode, though, talk to you guys later.